Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny, host of Blatant Homers and Podcasts, part of Crimson Cream Machine on the SB Nation network of podcasts. Uh, we're doing our weekly picks trying not to suck handicapping contest. Me and my brother, the Skinny, give you five picks uh, against the spread every week, our five favorites. Uh, and at the end of the uh, end of the year, we'll tally it up and see who the winner is. Let's go ahead. Welcome on my brother, the Skinny. What's up, man? I'm doing well. Looking forward to uh, OU football being back this weekend. Right, yeah. Last weekend was kind of weird, man, because, you know, you had so many games canceled at the last minute. OU was already off. Uh, did you get to watch any of Alabama-Georgia? I did. I, I got to watch most of it. Um, you know, interesting. I, you know, it was funny. I was sitting there watching the first half and texting a few people. I'm like, is it just me or is Georgia, like, clearly the better team here? Um but then obviously, you know, it kind of fell apart in the second half. But, yeah, uh, yeah. You look at it, man, and uh, Georgia's quarterback situation just isn't the same, you know. What yeah, I mean? that's the difference right there. Yeah, exactly. But otherwise, Georgia's a pretty good team. But Right, um, especially all the uh, talent we've got on defense, man. I mean, yeah. that guy's dudes everywhere, so – um, well, let's go ahead and get into our uh, picks for this week. Now, let me take a look back. So last week I went, let's see here, four and five. Uh, I had Bama minus four, my only miss, UTSA plus seven and a half. Then I had Arkansas plus three, Florida State plus 13 and a half, and South Carolina plus three and a half. Uh, that takes me to 69% on the year. Very nice. Um, let's see here. You had, uh, you also had four, got four, four out of five. Let's see here. You had BYU minus four and a half. That hit Mississippi state plus five. And that's a no Arkansas plus three Louisville plus 17 and Pitt plus 13 and a half. Um, so you are at 54% on the year right now. So, uh, we're still both making money, I guess. Right. Can't ask for more than that. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and kick things off this week. And, you know, since we've got uh, the Big Ten coming back, uh, I might as well start there in Big Ten country. Um, I'm looking at uh, Indiana plus six and a half versus Penn State. Um, you know, it's strange. I've looked at some of these, you know, you see the the uh, Vegas polls that they that come out, you know, that are supposed to reflect the uh power rankings of the odds makers around you know at the different shops and everything and they have uh penn state like number six in the country a couple spots ahead of oklahoma that's crazy to me um you look at uh especially when you consider that penn state lost michael parsons probably their best defensive player they don't have that much back uh from the front seven that was good last year i i'm gonna fade this team here and uh go with the hoosiers who are actually really experienced including their uh, quarterback michael Phoenix Jr. Uh, so there we go. Hoosiers plus six and a half versus Penn State. Whew. Yeah, I, I opted to uh, to stay away from all Big Ten this week. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, these no, guys no. haven't played football in a year, right? Yeah, no, that's true. You know, I mean, uh, and, uh, you know, you just don't know about so many of the, of the Big Ten teams. But uh, I'll have some more for on the Big Ten later. So go ahead. You give us your uh, your first pick of the week. All right, I'm going with the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Hometown at, team. Yeah, at USF. Hopefully the, the Golden Hurricane will actually get to play this week. It, it's it's looking like it by all indications. Um, you know, obviously TU had the nice win uh, against UCF, and USF has been uh, floundering to say the least. You know, 
it, it's hard to say when you've played what two games out of what what they have two out of five they've actually played yeah but i'll go ahead and take tulsa it's a little bigger line than i like but 10 minus 10 and a half going into uh that's Tampa, right? I always get. Them. I think yes. so. Yeah, they play there where uh, the Bucks Raymond play. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man, one, I, I mean, I don't have a real strong opinion on the game. Although South Florida is bad, man. I've seen them play a couple times. Yeah. They're they're bad. Yeah. Um. All right. So that is uh, Tulsa minus ten and a half. Okay. For my second pick, back to the Big Ten. As I mentioned, I I told you guys I'd uh, give you a little bit more uh, from uh, the Midwest here. And uh, actually, I'm going to the East Coast instead. You want to talk about a dog of a game, but here you go. Rutgers, plus 13 and a half. Uh, They are taking on Michigan State. I'm just not a buyer on... uh, Mel Tucker might be a fine head coach, I don't know. But that's such a strange transition there with him taking over at Michigan State for Mark D'Antonio. They don't have a lot back from last year. And uh, I just didn't see a lot out of that team anyway uh, in 2019. I Obviously, I didn't see a lot out of Rutgers either. This is a team that's in bad shape, but they do have a lot of guys back. And I hate this, you know, as, as much as I dislike Greg Schiano, uh, he's been a, you know, pretty solid college head coach in the past. So I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, at, at the very least, Rutgers keeps it within the number and covers the 13 and a half. Yeah, that, that is one ugly game, man. But yeah, uh, you know, I kind of agree with you. Uh, fading Michigan State right now may not be a bad play. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm heading with it. All right, give me your second game. All right, I'll give you another ugly game, although maybe, maybe two better teams here. I'm looking at Notre Dame going into Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, Notre Dame is favored by ten and a half. You know, obviously you have two very good defenses here. Uh, Notre Dame, a very good running team, but not, but not the most explosive offensively. Uh, I see kind of an ugly game. Pitt is is a team that has given Notre Dame trouble in the past, um, and this is also Notre Dame's first road game. So um, I will take Pitt getting the ten and a half. Yeah, you know what, man? I was looking at it last week, and I was like, is Notre Dame going to play on the road this year? <laughs> they play, Every week I turn on, they're playing on NBC in that afternoon spot. Uh, but So they played four games, all of them at home, right? I guess yeah, they had well, they one that got canceled. Yeah, they were to play at right? Wake. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, well, all right. Uh, so, okay, so that's pl- Pitt plus 10 and a half. Um, all right. I will, let's see here, my third. Um, let's see here. Okay. SEC country this time. Uh, this is a team that has gotten beaten up uh, in the press, obviously, and they got some bad news today uh, about uh, some scholarship sanctions. But I'm going to lay the six with LSU uh, taking on South Carolina. I've watched South Carolina a couple times. They're not terrible, but they're not. Uh, but they're also kind of a team that I think that's probably being a little underrated. In large part, last week, I mean, you know, they they ended up winning, uh, being Auburn. But I mean, Auburn put them in, you know, turned it over three times and put them in some pretty uh, pretty choice spots to get points. Uh, I think maybe we're over overrating the uh, Gamecocks here just a little bit. And as bad as LSU's been, I mean, they need a win. Uh, I I see them uh, taking care of business at home here against the Gamecocks. I'll go LSU minus six. Yeah, you know, you might be buying uh, the LSU stock a little low here. 
So yeah, now there was a there was <laughs> there was a shot floating around the uh, internet today of uh, Ed O, and it was some kind. It looked like some kind of like sugar baby type thing, where <laughs> some girl had uh, had snapped a, like a candid shot of him. I don't know, man. It was just. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss this. I, yes. I'm not. A, I'm not up to date on my Twitter today. So yeah, well, you know, it, you can't. You can't trust anything these days, man, with Russia and whatnot. So anyway, right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay, pick three. All right, I'm looking at Cincinnati. You know, going to uh, down to Dallas to play SMU, uh, a battle of the uh, American Conference uh, powerhouses here, but. Um, you know, I know Cincinnati had, had the COVID issues last week and the game was postponed. And again, you know, SMU obviously been a very nice, nice story this year. But, um, you know, I, I think I'm getting the better team and maybe a little bit of value at Cincy plus two. Um, you know, obviously the COVID stuff is a bit of a concern because you're not exactly sure who may or may not play. But I'm going to go ahead and take Cincy laying two on the road. I think you're actually getting to. An sorry, sorry. Excuse point. me. Yeah. I meant getting to that. Uh, yeah. 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 That one I, I went back and forth on. Um, I almost, I, to be honest, I almost went the other way just because I've been pretty impressed with what SMU's done so far. Um, you know, they kind of, they kind of had a stinker last week uh, against Tulane, but um, you know, it was again, it was a situation where they kind of gave Tulane a lot of, uh, a lot of points, much like South Carolina got last week. But yeah, um, I mean, since he's a good team, I mean, one of these teams has has a decent shot, I think, at going undefeated this year because, I mean, they're both playing really well. Yep, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, let's stay in the American. Uh, I've got Houston uh, favored by two touchdowns. They're going two. Uh, Navy going to Annapolis. Um, Houston is actually really good, uh, especially, I mean, for a, for a team, uh, you know, below the power five level I've watched I mean, they have so many dudes who can play and they're really, really fast. Uh, you know, they lost by 17 last week to, uh, to BYU, but there was some stuff in that and BYU got a touchdown, like in the last minute to, uh, kind of take it over, uh, make it look a lot worse than it was. And, uh, you know, BYU or Houston had some punting issues that, uh, that slowed them down. But, uh, I just think that they're a lot better team than Navy and, uh, they're going to take out some frustrations. Obviously, I mean, Dana Holgerson did his usual thing where he blew up about the refs afterwards. I think they're going to take out some frustrations on Navy this week. Yeah, I, I was looking at that one hard too. I, I like Houston as well, but so I, I tend to think if I was going to pick that one, I'd be with you. Yeah, I mean that Stevenson guy, the receiver, he can fly, man. Sure can. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. All right. All right. What's your fourth? Oh, uh, you know, I'm going to go to the SEC here, looking at Auburn uh, going into Ole Miss, uh, you know, Ole Miss getting three points, Um, you know, uh, a bit of a clunker last week for the, uh, what is it, the Magnolia State? I think so, yes. I believe that is, I believe they go by the Magnolia State, yes. (laughs) Yes, but, um, you know, I'm still, uh, this is more, you know, kind of still fading uh, Auburn, I, I, I just don't think they're very good. Um, so I'll take Ole Miss getting the three. Did I see it right that Ole Miss threw six picks last week? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did. That's yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, 
I'm I was really kind of torn on that one. I, I ended up just with a no play. My my thing about Auburn is I really just am not impressed by Bo Nix. Um, but you know I'm not sure if Ole Miss has the kind of defense to make him turn it over and make the mistakes that have plagued him in the, in the past. But uh, yeah, yeah, the lane train there. Maybe he'll get get it uh, back on track. Um, all right, fifth game for me, staying in the American Central Florida. Minus 20. They had a tough loss last week uh, against Memphis. There was some, you know, uh, jawing be- uh, on the sidelines between their players with the kicker after he missed that <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that field goal that would have won the game. But, uh, you know, I looked at that game, man. And, I mean, that was about as close to uh, as even a matchup as you'll get the uh, Central Florida Memphis game last week and, you know, missing a field goal. It's tough. And this Tulane team, uh, you know, I end up betting on Tulane games a lot. Uh, normally, I'm going their way, but not this week, man. I've I've seen enough of them. Their quarterback is really bad. Uh, you know, I watched uh, quite a bit of their game earlier this year with Houston, where Houston turned it over three times in the first quarter and and gave them like twenty, spotted them twenty four points, and then blew them out the rest of the way. Uh, UCF needs to get right though, you know, coming off two straight losses. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm willing to lay the 20 with the, uh, golden Knights here. All right. Let's see your skinny. What is your fifth? Um, yeah, I'll go to the big 12. Now I'm looking at West Virginia going, uh, into tech, obviously a tough place to play. Um, and you know, you know, I, I kind of look at these two teams as pretty even. Um, this line's moved a bit, and now Tech at home's getting three. Uh, so I'll go ahead and take Tech getting those three points. Yeah, I that this is one. I mean, I I don't know. Uh, I, I I wonder about that defense. That I mean, you know, I don't think that. I guess put, let me put it this way. I don't think that uh, West Virginia has like an all-world defense by any stretch, but they've got those two guys on the interior, the brothers, uh, Stills the brothers, I believe, Dante and Darius or mm-hmm. something like that, that, are, uh, that, that could give Tech some trouble here. But, um, yeah, to me that was a stay away. You know, one of the interesting ones this week uh, for me in the Big 12, and you know, I didn't play it, is uh, – Baylor at Texas, Texas get or pardon me, Texas is laying eight and a half. Now it's down like two points. That's a weird one because there's so much strife around Texas, but like Baylor's had COVID issues. Uh, they're, they don't strike me as really all that good. I don't, I just, just Texas, I guess there's so much kind of bad, bad energy around that program right now. Yeah. I was so, te- I was tempted on that one. And I think if the line hadn't moved a bit, I probably would have gone with Baylor, but it's just, that's one of those games where you're right. There, there's just some weird stuff going on both sides that um, it's it's pretty unpredictable. Yeah, you know, Baylor, obviously they had to uh, postpone their game with OSU that was scheduled for last week. And then a bunch of uh, photos came out from them doing like their homecoming thing on Friday night there, man. And I mean, like, you know, supposedly they're having this COVID outbreak, but everybody that was there, they're all bunched up and everything, you know, is a lot of OSU fans I saw were pretty pissed off about it. So, um, but, uh, let's go ahead. Let's talk about the Sooners, uh, you know, coming off, obviously the, uh, win in the red river, uh, showdown against Texas week off 
sounds like, uh, you know, there really aren't having any uh, injury issues at the moment. No, uh, no more COVID outbreaks. They're going down to Fort Worth to take on TCU. The line opened at uh, OU minus five, which is pretty short. It's up to, I think, OU like minus six and a half, seven. Um, which is the funny thing is though, it's probably about where I would have made it just looking at my own, um, power rankings. I don't know, just kind of general thoughts about, uh, what we might see on Saturday. Who knows? I mean, that's really probably the answer, right? Um, this team is just so, uh, so up and down. I, you know, I guess my general thought is, is, um, you know, and, and now, did we ever get an official word on Bridges and and Stevenson and you know of course no. Riley's playing games with it you know I mean there are a lot of people who seem to think that uh, Stevenson and Bridges will you know be in uniform on Saturday um Ronnie Perkins obviously is a little bit of a different story yeah um but you know I, I don't there hasn't been really any official word yeah, I mean, so it would be nice for you to get those guys back. But, you know, I guess my general thought on this team is I hope they have some momentum out of Texas a week off to get healthy after what was a tough game. But I just don't I just don't have a lot of confidence that they can pull away from anyone at the moment. Um, I, if I was betting this, I would take TCU in the points, even, even at five. Um, I think OU wins close. I think that's yeah, the story of this season. Yeah, yeah, it very well could be. You know, the thing about it that what worries me is obviously um, Rattler's kind of uh, predilection to turning the ball over. Um, and Gary Patterson is, I mean, you know, what that's what he does. Stuff like forced turnovers, confused uh, young quarterbacks. Um, you know, in normally you'd, you'd think that, oh, you could kind of rely on the running game, but that's been so spotty. Um, you know, if they, if they do kind of get that going, maybe then they'll be able to work some play action off that TCU really hasn't done a particularly good job stopping the run this year. And they're kind of, you know, smaller defense kind of predicated more on, uh, you know, what they're doing on the back end as opposed to up front. So, you know, you'd hope that, oh, you could push them around a little bit, uh, and, you know, kind of especially if Stevenson is back and then also maybe work Chris Murray into the lineup a little bit there up front, the uh, UCLA transfer who's eligible now. So, you know, if, if OU, if OU can do those things and keep, you know, Rattler keep, make it easy on Rattler, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, you know, this is a game that they've covered, but I mean, (laughs) who knows? They just, uh, so so erratic you know i mean the other thing that i think that tcu does on offense pretty well is getting their getting guys into space they don't have a lot of uh players and at the skill positions who are really gonna concern you but i mean at the same time you know doug meacham sonny cumby i mean they can kind of you know put players in position to uh get one-on-one with ou and we've seen how what ou's tackling is like this year yeah, yeah, not good. It would be interesting to see if they keep working in the young guys uh, on defense. I mean, I think they have to, right? Right, um, yeah. And I think the other side of that is on offense, like it, it would just help, and I think Stevenson helps with this to an extent, is just to get somebody who can give them a big play. <clears throat> I mean, outside, after, outside of Missouri State, I, I don't have the answer to this, but what do you think OU's longest play from scrimmage is? Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think. They maybe had... That- that uh, Mims touchdown yeah, at Texas yeah, was maybe maybe that's it 
Yeah, something like I mean, which is probably what, like thirty five yards, something like that, thirty yards. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're not breaking the big play. Yeah, the and uh you know, Bridges is a guy maybe who could help them out there. They seem to I mean, we Theo we seem to play really, you know, kinda kind of find his footing finally, um mm-hmm. last week in the second half there against Texas. So Maybe that's another one to watch. Uh, and, you know, Mims, I don't know where he kind of, you know, he starts off hot, it seems like, every game and then kind of disappears in the second half. So, uh, yeah, but, yeah, that would be that would be a pretty good one. So you, But you'd say, you're saying that if you were to play it, you'd take the points? Yeah, I, I, I would take TCU in the points. Yeah, I, I think, I think, it's, I think that's OU wins lead, close. Yeah. yeah, that's the way I'd lean also. Uh you know, it'd be nice to see them uh, really kind of come into their own and, uh, you know, put a beating on the Horn Frogs. But something tells me this one will end up being a uh, nail biter. Yep, agreed. I think we're going to have a lot of nail biters this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, real quick, let's recap uh, our picks before we uh, let everybody go. Year five this week, you've got Tulsa minus 10 and a half, uh, Pitt getting 10 and a half against Notre Dame. Uh, you're taking the two and a half with Cincinnati, taking the three with Ole Miss, and taking the three with Texas Tech. I am going to lay 20 with Central Florida. Uh, also lay two touchdowns with Houston. I've got LSU minus six uh, versus um, South Carolina. Rutgers plus 13 and a half versus Michigan State. And Indiana plus six and a half versus Penn State. So, uh that should do it for this week man thanks so much uh for coming on skin anytime all right see you next week thanks to our guest the skinny uh for joining us as he does every week for picks trying not to suck thanks to y'all for joining us too for the Blaine Honerson podcast i'm alan kenny take it easy